Hello and welcome back to Pop to the Shops episode 7. Yeah, I got it wrong last week. I got it wrong. I thought it was episode 7 last week, but no, it's episode 7 this week. Which is kind of sad because then I've got another episode to 10. But we're going strong. We are going strong. I hope you are all well and you are all okay. If you don't know, my name is Bradley and this is a podcast all about pop culture past, present, future and the girlies in general. Yeah, it is. And we're having a throwback today. We're having a throwback. Throwback Sunday. Yeah, but before we get the throwback Sunday, there's been quite a lot. There's been a lot happening this week. There really has. And the main one of that, I think... We should have a moment of silence. Yeah, so I'm just going to give you a moment of silence right now. (sighs) Have we all had our moment of silence? The late Tina Turner. A diva has passed. And I was upset. I found out whilst I was a passenger in a car. I was a passenger in the car, not passenger in America. I mean, Australia. I was a passenger in a car. And I saw it on my friend's story, and I was like, <laughs> she's just lying. Ah! She wasn't lying. She was not lying. Because I went to Google and I searched it up, and she wasn't lying. Tina Turner has unfortunately passed this week. And I think this is one of the saddest deaths that we've had in a while. And we're just hoping it doesn't happen to our girl Shaka Khan next, or Mariah Scurry. Because we need a Mariah to serve it to save us from Christmas 2023 because I already know that's going to be a mess. Like, I can envision it. Envisioning Christmas 2023, 2K23. Mm. Yeah, it's not looking good. It's not looking good. And we need Mariah to stay with us so she can save us. Hashtag free Mariah. Oh, I just got an email. Oh, wow. Don't care. Um, Anyways. Yeah. So that happened this week. Along with that, we also had the announcement for all the artists within the Barbie soundtrack. We did. And let me tell you, it's a major sleigh. It's a major sleigh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We've got... Dua Lipa, and Dua Lipa, she released her song for it, and it's called Dance the Night with, Dance the Night, yeah, Dance the Night, Dance the Night, and let me tell you, it's everything I wanted, it's pop, it's disco, it's diva, it's barb, it's barbie, it's glitter, it's pussy pops like mama boots the house down, hashtag James Charles the house, that mug is Snatch the House. Sorry, I just think about that every now and then. I do. It's a bit like the Bye Sister video. Oh, talking about the Bye Sister video. I saw this TikTok and this person has turned the Bye Sister video and the trilogy into a DVD. And it's got... It's amazing. I want it. I want to purchase it. And the menu it's got a menu so you select which episode you want we've got by sister we've got james charles apology and then we've got another one forgot probably a jeffrey star one don't know don't care about him 
Also, wasn't there a room that he dated Kanye West? That was quite funny at that time. Anyways, we've got the Bi- we've got the Bi- Sister DVD. And on the menu, the song that was playing in the background, it was the Drag Race Elimination music. And that just brought it all together, really. Like, it was like, oh, they'd just both been eliminated. Oh, double sachet. And I was like, oh, wow. No, it's true. It's true. And I would like to purchase that DVD because I feel like it would be a good watch for the family and friends. It would. I would play that at my funeral. I'd be like, bye, sister. I'd be like, oh, my God, time and place. And you did it at my birthday dinner. Like sucking dick and cock. Yeah. I want someone to play by sister at my funeral. I really do. Anyways, moving on from that. Our Barbie lineup. Our Barbie soundtrack lineup. So, Joe Leaper. Mm, her song was good. You should listen to it right now. Listen to it after my podcast, actually, because I need the views. I need the views. Yeah, so we've got that. We've got Charlie XCX, Queen. We've got Nicki Minaj. Mm-hmm. We do. We've got... The Bob herself, Nicki Minaj. Like, it couldn't be a Barbie movie without Nicki Minaj. Nicki Minaj was my most streamed artist of 2020. Yeah, it's true. She was. As in the top 1% of listeners, I was a Barb. Also, I was thinking about this the other day. Um, When I was like six or seven, my celebrity crush was Nicki Minaj. And I'm like, who was letting me listen and watch Nicki Minaj's YouTube videos at the age of six and seven? Like, I should really have some words with my father and mother about that. But Nicki Minaj, love her. What a queen. A bit controversial at times though, isn't she? Bless her soul. Who else is in this music lineup? I'm trying to think from the top of my head. I'm kind of sad that they didn't get Katy Perry on it. I feel like she'd be really fun in camp. She would be really fun in camp. I think I Spice is on it, if I remember correctly. Maybe Scissor, I forgot. I'm trying to picture it in my head. I know that Ryan Gosling is part of it, I think. Don't question me on that. Yeah, anyways, Barbie lineup. I love it. I can't wait for all the songs. I can't wait. I need it now. Sorry, that just reminded me of when um, Harry Potter won. I don't know the names of them. I've only watched the first and second to last one. Harry Potter won when they're playing chess. And, he's, and, like, Harry's explaining to Hermione what Ron's trying to do. And she's like, Ron, no, don't do it. I don't know the actual words. I know, cancel me. I've only seen the first and second to last Harry Potter. What can I say? It's not real life. I don't like it. Anyways, yeah, that just reminded me of that. Anyways, so we've got that. Uh, we've got Taylor Swift collaborating with Ice Spice on Karma music video. Mm. Mm. And that was announced the same time Tina Turner died. Like, it was, it was like, two major things happened at the same time. I was like, oh, my God, time and place, Taylor. But, yeah, it's a sleigh. Uh, also, whoever was at the Taylor Swift concert last night, the day I'm recording this, is Saturday the 27th of May, I think. 27th of May, yeah. Whoever was at the Taylor Swift concert on Friday the 26th of May. You lucky fucking people. You got costume changes. Like, different costumes. You got getaway car. You got getaway car. 
I want getaway car, even though I'm not in America. I want getaway car, and you got getaway car, and you got Maroon, and you got I Spies music video, and you got I Spies to come out on stage and sing Karma. Aren't you lucky? Aren't you lucky? Oh, the hatred I have for the people who is at that concert now. I'm like, oh, I wanna. My blood is bubbling. I'm steaming. When I woke up this morning and I saw it, I was like, oh my God. She didn't, but she did. She did. And I, I'm, I'm, I'm speechless. I'm speechless. I am. It's true. Uh, and we've also got Snow on the Beach featuring Molana. I've not had a chance to listen to this yet since I had an exam. Oh my God, I had my first A-level exam yesterday. A-level accounting people... What do we think? What do we think? Because let me tell you now, Gary Hughes is a nasty man. He is deceitful. He is devious. And he's quite clever, actually. Yeah, he's quite clever for that. If you did the accounting A-level AQA paper yesterday, three hours long, you know Gary Hughes. He's a nasty, nasty man. But he's a very clever, clever man. It's giving Coronation Street... CEO, bad person who's going to kill everyone. Yeah, he would kill that junior accountant if he told people about that. I fully believe it. I should have written that. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, one time in my accounting exam, I actually wrote that someone... Because it said in the question that someone retired. So I put, oh, she may not even have to pay the loan off because she might die before she has to pay it off. And I got a tick. I got a tick. So for all of you that doubted me, I was right. I was right. It's a valid point though. Like if you die, you can't pay your loan off. Not that big of a deal anymore, is it? No, it's not. Anyways, what was I talking about? Oh, Taylor Swift, Snow on the Beach featuring Morlana. We've also got songs from The Vault on her new Midnight's 3am, dawn light, up till dawn, sun goes down, version 1, 2, 3, 4, 5. Yeah, I don't know the name of the album, it's something like that though. And I will be listening to it after I film this podcast. I'll probably listen to it tomorrow. Yeah, I'll listen to it, I'll listen to it sometime this week and I'll get back to you. Yeah. Uh, what else has happened this week? I'm trying to think, oh, I've left college. I've left college. I don't need to go in anymore. I don't. Not unless I have an exam. Ooh. Ah. That's literally one, two. I've literally got to go in for four more days. Oh, my God. And then I'm free for a whole year. Um, what else has happened? Oh, I've decided that I want to go traveling and I want to work in America. I mean, not America. Ew, America. I do want to go to America, though. I want to work in Australia. So I might do that next year. I might do that next year. Yeah. I will work on my Australian accent. A bottle of water? Cleo! I can't do it. I can't do it. I really can't. But the dream is to work in Australia and then I'll just be like Mr. G. I'll be like Mr. G from Summer Heights High. You know who I'm talking about? Yeah. You do. You know who I'm on about. Uh, anything else happened this week? Uh, oh my god, I'm going to my first bingo game tomorrow. I'm quite excited. I feel like the old people will probably 
Like, just look at me and I'll disintegrate. But I'm excited for it. Like, I fully think I'm going to win. Oh, I bought my first scratch card. I won £20. Uh-huh. Who is he? Who is he? It's me. Hi, it's me. I'm the problem. It's me. Am I the drama? I don't think I'm the drama. Am I the drama? Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm just getting a bit carried away. Anyways. That's... Like, a weekly catch-up. I think another moment of silence please for Tina Turner. Like, she's brought us some great songs. The Bitch is Back. Uh, Proud Mary. Baby I'm Burning. Is that Tina Turner? I think so. Disco Inferno. There we are. I got it right. Mm. Yeah. She's brought us some classics to respect her. Okay. Anyways, we are going into the main part of this week's episode. And I really liked the episode where I talked about 2000s and 2010s reality TV shows. So we're going to like join in on that and talk about 2000s and 2010s kids TV show. Hit TV show. Yeah, kids TV shows. So I'm talking CBBC. I'm talking CITV. I'm talking CBBS even. I'm talking my milkshake. Forgot how it goes. I'm talking about even like just BBC and ITV in general. I'm talking about maybe Disney, maybe Nickelodeon, maybe the stuff that fits in with that. I mean, I didn't have that as a kid because I didn't have that much money. I mean, I had iCarly on DVD, but only the first series. But honestly, that was my favorite DVD. It was. I loved iCarly. I did. What can I say? Like, I could sing the whole iCarly theme tune right now if I had backing chorus, because I don't know how it goes. I know, you'll see, somehow the world would change for me and be so wonderful. Do, 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 live life, breathe the get the, and feel so wonderful. It's all for real I'm telling you just how I feel So wake up the members of my nation It's your time to be There's no chance unless you take one And obviously the brothers in every situation Somehow Try your best and leave it all to me Leave it all to me Fucking sign me on Glee now Sign me on the Glee boot. Glee reboot. Glee will not be mentioned this episode because I only watched it for the first time this year. So, yeah, Glee is not mentioned, but Glee will have its own episode. It will, along with Scooby-Doo, but Scooby-Doo is going to be mentioned because I love Scooby-Doo as a kid. Scooby-Doo was my favourite TV show from the ages of five to about eight. Yeah, I would make my babysitter put on Scooby-Doo. What's new Scooby-Doo? more specifically, just for me, because it's my favourite TV show. Anyways, moving on. Let's jump into our first dive of our first TV show. And let's start on a good one. We're going to start on an amazing one, actually. And it's like an unforgotten one. I mean, not an unforgotten, it's a forgotten one. It's a forgotten one. It really is. Yeah. And the TV show that I want to talk about 
is My Parents Are Aliens on CITV. Yeah. My Parents Were Aliens. That was amazing. It was amazing. I used to watch that every single day. It was on TV. I did. See, some of you may not understand it, but I get it. I get it. And when they changed the actress for Sophie, I was confused. But I was like, oh, kind of ties in because they're aliens and they change form. Like, it was kind of clever. It was clever casting. It was. Whoever decided that decision, good for you, girl. Good for you. Good for you, girl. Good for you. Love that woman, whoever she may be. Hope she's doing okay in them streets. Yeah. Anyways, my parents were aliens. So, for those of you who don't know, um, it's about these two aliens, and they're married. They're married, and they come to England, I think, or like a world. And Earth, Earth, that is the word. They come to Earth, and they need to seem normal. So, oh, and the house is a spaceship, <laughs> but only like the attic. Yeah, so they adopt three kids at the start. It turns into four, and then after a couple of series, one of the, the oldest one leaves anyway. But yeah, they adopt three kids to start. I th- I'm trying to remember the name. I think we've got Josh. I think Josh is a kid. We've got Josh, and he's got spiky hair. He's got spiky hair. And these kids... They're like outsiders. So like makes it even more interesting because they don't look like the normal average day person. I mean, they probably did back then. They probably did. Yeah, they did look like Anyways, Brian and Sophie, that was the parents' name. Brian and Sophie. And Brian just stole the show for me. I love Brian. Brian was a bit of a dilf. He was. Brian from My Parents Are Aliens. Je ne sais quoi. Je ne sais quoi. Yeah. And I can't actually remember. Oh, I remember one episode, actually. And it was when they were watching the football. <laughs> and that's all I remember from the episodes. But yeah, I, I'm i going to binge watch it during summer. I'm going to binge watch it. Yeah, and I'll get back to you on it. I'll get back to you on it. Because it's a good 8 out of 10. Let's rank them. Ranking time is 8 out of 10. 8 out of 10. Not 8 out of 10. Cats do count down. It's just out of time ranked. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. My parents are aliens. You're getting a solid out of ten. Bring it back. Bring it back. Oh my god, it's on what is it called? It's on Britbox. It is on Britbox, because I have a Britbox subscription that I never use, so I should probably cancel it. Yeah, I'm gonna cancel my Britbox. I am. I'll just watch it on illegal website. Soap today has it, I think. If not, watch Series HD, but don't tell people I told you about that website because it's a really good website and only I know about it. Yeah, BritBox has it if you want to pay. On the slip to say, or watch Series HD if you don't want to pay. Anyways, my parents are aliens. Solid show, good banger. It's fucking great. Right, my next show. I think we're going to go for a bit of number jacks. We are... We're going for some number jacks. And the number jacks, it was a good fucking TV show. It was my favourite kids TV show. Along with Kawiz. Oh my god, Kawiz. Does anyone remember that? Like, I swear no one used to watch that, but I used to love it. I used to always want to be on it. I'd be so good on it. Like, 
yeah, put me on quiz. Quiz is like the one where, like the answer questions and like the race around the thing. Anyways, yeah, so we have number jacks. And number four was my favourite. I don't know why. I just remember her being my favourite. But shall I tell you what was scary about the number jacks? They're fucking villains. Oh my god, do they have a ticket? No, it's just a taxi. Uh, sorry, I got distracted by my car park. Anyways, the number jacks. Yeah, it's scary. It's fucking scary for a kids TV show. I can't lie. And shall I tell you who the most scary was? Spooky Spoon. Spooky Spoon, I see her in my nightmares. I do. I sometimes do believe that she's hiding under my bed, along with Michael Jackson. Oh, that's a story for another time. Michael Jackson, he's hiding under my bed sometimes. He is scurry. He's a scurry, scurry man, and he haunts me because he wants me to go to his little weird little kiddie funland. He's really scurry. He's a scurry fucking person. Like, I'm scared of him. Like, I can't even watch the Thriller music video. It's Nicole Richie once said. Anyways, the number jacks. Yeah. It's kind of random. Like, I don't remember what happened apart from they had a little fireman's pole, which they all slid down. And that looked really fun. I always wanted to play on it with the number jacks, even though they aren't real. But they are real to me. They're real to me, okay? The number jacks, they get a solid four out of ten. <laughs> yeah, they get four. They get four, like... It was scary. It was traumatising as a kid. Put your hands up if you were traumatised by the number jacks. My hand is up. My hand is up. I might put two hands up. Yep, I've got two hands up. I've got two hands up. Should I put a foot up? No. That's a bit too much. Yeah. I was fucking traumatised of that as a child. Like, I'm sorry. If a spoon came flying towards me, not even talk, we've not even got onto the fucking Colonel Sanders wannabe little weird head cloud thing. He was scary too. Like, what? Like, I think the number jack villains should be on after seven o'clock at night. Like, they are scurry. They're scurry. Yeah, 4 out of 10. Because it was pure scare. It was pure nightmare. It was very much nightmare. And talking about nightmare, I'm going to be talking about something else I was scared of. And that's the TV show on CBBC called Raven. And it made a return. But it's shitter. It made a return the other year. And I watched it and I was like, oh, it's not as good anymore, is it? But Raven, I was shit scared that they actually died. I just had a thought about another TV show that I'll talk about after Raven. I was scared that they actually died in Raven. Like, Raven is a TV show where about, like, eight kids compete in, like, little, like, challenges. Like, they were quite physical challenges, but also there's some strategic ones. And, like, they could, like, be eliminated. But when they get eliminated, they literally just fucking disappear into oblivion. I'm like, oh, my God. Time and place. Yeah. Like, I was really confused. The whole concept of Raven, it was a good fucking concept. And I applied for it once, I think. I wanted to. Oh, no. I was about to apply for it because I turned old enough. And then they took it off fucking earth. I was like, what the fuck? I just want to be on Raven. 
Because I fully had the mindset that I would win any single TV show out there. And talking about winning TV shows, this moves us on to our next one. Raven, it gets like... Oh, also the Raven man was kind of hot. Anyways, Raven gets 6 out of 10. 6 out of 10 because it's not as good as the next one. And the next one, I want you to guess. So, it's quite scary when you think about it. And... It's a bit like Raven, but not like Raven, if you get what I mean. But yeah, you can guess. I'm going to give you five seconds to guess. It was on CBBC, and there was this very scary mouth in it. Have you guessed? If you're not guessed, I'm going to tell you. It's fucking trapped. And trapped forever after. Let me tell you, I couldn't watch this show until I was about 12... Because of the fucking mouth in it. The mouth, the woman speaking, she was like, You're trapped ever after. Fuck me. Fuck me. Because that was some scary fucking shit. I'm sorry. I sometimes just, I'm like daydreaming. And then I see the mouth in my head. I'm like, ah, get out of my head. The mouth untrapped is one of the scariest things I've ever seen. But the guy who's like living at the top of the tower with his little globe thing and his, oh, he's kind of cute apart from the fact that he has stretched lobes. Stretched lobes scare the shit out of me. Like they give me the eebie-jeebies and make me feel like a creepy crawly. Like I'll just cringe. I'll be like, oh my God. God, no. And then it's when they take the earrings out. I'm like, ah, it's all wrinkled and pruned up. And I'm like, oh, my God. Not time, not place. Never do that again. But, yeah, trapped. So it's a bit like Raven in the fact that they have challenges. And only one can survive. Whereas Raven, hardly anyone won that fucking show. <laughs> I've never seen anyone win Raven. Ah, has anyone actually, if you've won Raven and you're listening to this... Literally contact me. Contact me right now. Because I want to know what you win if you win Raven. Because I don't think you win anything. And that was tough. Anyways, trapped. Yeah. So there's these six kids. Every episode, six different kids. They get shipped off to this tower. Tower in inverted commas because it's probably just a studio set. And they have to do different challenges. And there's like a goal that they have to beat. But one of the kids is a saboteur. So, like, the weird, do you know the scary voice I was talking about? They'll literally go into someone, they've got massive earpieces on. They'll go to one person's earpiece and be like, you are the saboteur. Do not react. And most of the time they would react. But, yeah. And they have to try and, like, make the people fail. And if they don't fail, and they fail, like, more often than never... If they don't fail, then they get trapped. But if they do fail, then everyone has to vote who the saboteur was. It's just they need to make it, like, not so suspicious. Yeah? Get me? Perfect. And a lot of the time they'd get the saboteur wrong. And then after they, like... So, once they've chosen a saboteur, a trap door opens. And all the people who didn't get chosen get to jump down and look really fun. And I used to always, like try and recreate it just by jumping i don't know how that works bradley but yeah it was a bit weird and then the person 
that got chosen as a saboteur, like the one that the group voted, they get fucking trapped in there forever. I'm like, oh my God. Like, I was shocked. I was like, how did that... Sorry, I'm yawning. How did that get past BBC and CBBC? Like, production standards. Like, I was so scared. Like, I never applied for that one because that was really scary. Um, But yeah, it was like, I was so confused. And I fully thought they were trapped there forever after. But then, because obviously they have to use some of the same mini games, then they would just be like in the room watching other people play it. And it's like, oh, they aren't trapped in there forever there. <laughs> but yeah, it looked really scary. It's like an escape room a bit. Yeah, that's the best way to describe it. It's like an escape room. But five people get trapped and one gets to escape with a fucking key. They win a key if they win. They win a key. Great. So you've just nearly fucking made me be trapped forever after and you're giving me a key because I escaped. Thanks a lot, scary mouth and weird stretched earlobe person who's actually kind of cute, bless his soul. But yeah, one of my favourite mini games was... It's a bit like I'm a celebrity paired with an escape room anyways. One of my favourite mini games... I don't know where it was my favourite. It was like these four rooms and they had different like hat boxes and like... They just had to match the hat boxes to the room, really. And another one of my favourites was when they had this person on the bed. She was like a prostitute, I think. Like, she's a kid's prostitute. So, yeah, she's not trying to have sex with them or anything. And they had to... Oh, my God, who are them people? Sorry, distracted. Um, They had to, like, put their hands in the bed. And things would bite them. I'm like, oh my god, that's scary. I could never do that. Like, I don't have the balls to do that, really. But yeah, Trapped. A great fucking TV show, actually. I'm giving... 8 out of 10. No, it's not on par with My Parents Aliens. 7 out of 10. My Parents Aliens are 8. Yeah. Yeah, it's 7 out of 10. Uh, what shall I talk about next? I have a few in mind. Let's carry on with CBBC. So, the next show I talk about, it has a very special place in my heart. Because I was obsessed with this TV show. And, like, none of my friends really knew about it. But I fucking loved it. And that was Sarah Jane Adventures. Rest in peace, Elizabeth Sladen. Sloten. I don't know her last name. Rest in peace, the main character played Sarah Jane Smith, who was actually in Doctor Who as well. Sarah Jane Smith Adventures, it was everything I wanted to be on as a kid. Like, I would fully Google the address of the house that I was filmed at. And, like, I would try and, like, Google people's, like, addresses from, like, the car- the actors' addresses from the show, because I was obsessed. And I would fully, like, watch this every day. Like, it was a part of my weekly routine or whatever. And Sarah Jane Smith, it's like another universe to the Doctor Who cinematic universe. Where one of his ex-companions, Sarah Jane Smith, she's a journalist. And she, the first creatures she come across are the Bane. And this is like a weird little octopus type thing. And like, kills people. And... She comes across with them in the factory where they're also producing this per- this boy called Luke who um, 
is literally like a genius. Like he's superhuman. So he'd be like made to destroy the whole earth and everything. And he's like, he's made. So he's like 17 or no, he's not 17. He's like 14 already, like when he was born. And Sarah Jane like kind of like adopts him kind of. Yeah. And then we also have Clyde and, oh my God, what was her first name? Maria. She was the first girl, like, girl, like, sidekick. And then she left. And then Rani came. I preferred Rani. Rani was queen. I hope Rani actually is okay. She was actually a a monster in Doctor Who. I don't know which episode because I stopped watching it a, a good few years ago. Because I kind of grew up and I didn't really like, I didn't like Peter Capaldi. I preferred Matt Smith. Oh, yeah. Anyways, yeah. So, Rani lived across the street. Clyde lived somewhere. And, literally, they just fight monsters and aliens, really. And it was really cool. And she had this really cute little tin dog called K-9. And he'd be like, yes, mistress. He'd be like that, fully. He'd be like, hello, mistress. Oh, that's such a good impression. Oh, my God. I'm really good. Hello, mistress. Yeah, K-9 was so cute. And she also had Mr. Smith, which is a talking computer that lived in an attic, quoted by the television series Sarah Jane Adventures. And then she also had her sonic lipstick. And I used to, do you know, like, the chapsticks that you could get from, like, the co-op and spires again? They still do them now, I mean. But, like, I used to get them and pretend they were sonic lipsticks and, like, fully, like, pretend. This is when my actor came out. Yeah, I would fully... Like, pretend to not be able to open a door. And then I'd use my Sonic Lipstick, a.k.a. Chapstick, on it. And then I'd be able to open it. (laughs) Aren't I magical? And I loved Sarah Jane Adventures. And so the final series, it was meant to have more. So it had three stories, two episodes each. And there'd always be two episodes for each, like, story type thing. There'd be three stories, two episodes each in the last one. And it was meant to carry on. But the main person, Elizabeth Sladen, she got cancer. And she decided to stop filming for a bit, I think. And then she died, the f- like, just before it was being released. So they released the last three memory of her. And it was ten years ago, last year, I think, since she died. And I did cry. I, like... It came, it, I first saw her death on News Round. And News Round is like a kid's news thing that was on CBBC. And I fully... W- I couldn't do it. I couldn't do anything in life after she died. I was crying. I was like, oh my God. But I, as a kid, I really didn't know what it meant. I thought she died in the TV show. No, she died in real life. I was like, oh. Yeah. So I actually, like, that impacted my life a lot, that death. It really did. And for the memories, I mean, it could be a bit boring at times. I've really just really understood. Oh, I rewatched it all last year. Who is she pointing to? Oh. She's telling her husband where to act. Um, For the memories, I'm giving her a 9 out of 10. Controversial. But um, I have no idea who this woman is. She's just stood outside my apartment. Oh, my God, don't look at me. Oh my god, in the literally flaming my podcast, don't look at me. I'm a bit embarrassed. No, I'm not. I'm joking. This is really iconic. Anyways, yeah, Sarah Jane Adventures, 9 out of 10. 
and I just love it so much. It's just memories to me. And moving on to my next one. Let's go back to CBBs for a bit. And we're going to talk about Mr. Maker. But, like, one specific thing of Mr. Maker. And that's the shapes. And in particular, the rectangle. The rectangle, he scared the living daylights out of me. Like, when I'd watch Mr. Maker, I would have to hide behind my sofa in a different room when the rectangle appeared and cover my ears because this voice was scary. The voice wasn't even that scary. It was just really deep. It was like, I am a rectangle. I thought it was the scariest thing out there, along with the trapped lips. The trapped lips are scary. Why sh- what? Who are they? I have no idea who these people are. They're kind of like new characters for me. Like, what? I'm so confused. I'm really confused. I don't think they live here, actually. I think they're just parking here. And I might snitch on them. Do they have a parking pass? They don't have a parking pass. They literally don't live here. Oh my god, I'm such a detective. I'm a fucking detective. Anyways, yeah, Mr. Maker. I just wanted to talk about Mr. Maker for a second. Yeah, the rectangle really scared me. And I will not be talking about... Oh, I've got a new email. Oh my god, it's... My holiday quote, because I want to go on holiday. Yeah, I want to go on holiday. But no one's rich enough. My audio just decided to cut out from nowhere as I was talking about my holiday. Yeah, so my holiday quote, it actually comes in cheaper to get the premium option. I mean, fly premium than regular economy. And I think that's actually worth the holiday in itself. And then I'll try and get a free upgrade because it's so hot and sexy. Anyways, the next TV show I'm talking about, Tracy Beaker. Tracy Beaker. If you don't know who Tracy Beaker is and you're British... Oh my god, what's going on with my hair? If you don't know who Tracy Beaker is and you're British, you need a lot of help. Because Tracy Beaker was my childhood hero. Like, I fully had university interviews and interviews in general. And people have said, who was your idol growing up? And I've said Danny Harmer because she was a UK. So you want to not? She was um, a British icon. For me, growing up, like, I would get up at 6 o'clock every morning, play the Wii for an hour, watch Arthur for 15 minutes, and then watch Tracy Beaker before school. Tracy Beaker was my morning routine. And there was two different types of Tracy Beaker. There was Story of Tracy Beaker, and there was also Tracy Beaker Returns. Controversially, Story of Tracy Beaker is better. Is... Because that's where all her iconic moments come from. Apart from Lily falling off the roof. Lily falling off the roof. Amazing. Sorry. No offence to Lily. Or, or Richard Whisker. Ah. No, I take it back. Tracy Beaker returns kind of iconic. Richard Frank. Ah. Sorry. Sidetrack. Anyways. Tracy Beaker returns. No. Story of Tracy Beaker. Uh, we've got iconic characters. We've got Tracy. We've got Justine. We've got Mike. We've got Duke. We've got Ben. We've got Peter. We've got... What was her little name? What's her name? Louise. We've got Louise. We have... Stop making noise. Stop making noise. I'm trying to record here. Ugh. 
we have who else do we have I know other people, but they're not coming to my mind. Like I can picture them. We've got Jenny. We've got Elaine the Pain. We've got Elaine for the. I've got. We've got Elaine the Pain. We have. What was her name? Shelley. Shelley Queen. We've got Dolly. We've got Layla. We've got. Lol. We've got Bouncer. We've got. Who's actually called Bradley as well? Anyways, we've got Jackie. We've got Crash. We've got. We've got the Wellards. We've got the Wellards. Who stole my Maloon Five CD? Rio Wellard, Roxy Wellard, Chantel Rio Wellard. Sorry. Sorry. Tracy Beaker. It ticked all the boxes. It ticked all the boxes. It did. And I watch Tracy Beaker every day at Christmas. Tracy Beaker is part of my Christmas routine. I'll get home from my family gathering and I'll put on Tracy Beaker while I'll sleep some chocolates in bed. I love Tracy Beaker. And Story of Tracy Beaker has amazing stories, amazing episodes. And after, like, it'd be on in the morning, and then I'd go to school, and I'd be like, anyone watch Tracy Beaker this morning? Yeah. Wasn't Louise such a baddie? I'd be fully be like that. I'd be like that. And people would watch it. Everyone would watch it. Like, everyone watches Tracy Beaker. And me and my sister were obsessed We've got iconic lines. We've got, bug off. We've got, shut up about my nan. Shut up, shut up, shut up. We have loads. We've got from Johnny and um, Trace Speaker Returns. It goes in garbage waste. Um, <laughs> sorry. And then we've got, We've got so many iconic characters as well in Tracy Beaker Returns. Sapphire. Sapphire, misunderstood. I relate to her so much now. I used to hate her when I was younger. I thought she was a right stuck-up cow. I love her now. She's my favourite. We've got T. We've got Carmen. We've got Lily. We've got the two sisters. We've got Johnny. We've got Toby. We've got Liam. Liam. <laughs> we've got Frank. We've got Gina. Gina. May she rest in peace. Gina from... Tracy B. Returns is one of the, my favourite people out there. I, she, she lives like, well, she used to live near where I live. So I was actually Mackie's drive-thru once when I was about seven with my grandparents. I look to my right. Guess who's in the car next to us? It's Gina from Tracy B. I'm like, oh my God, time and place. Oh my God, why is there a fly? Why is there a fly? You're so dramatic. Oh my God. Kim Kardashian. Anyways, Gina from Trace Speaker, love her. Electra, we've got Harry, and let's not forget about Harry's giraffe. What is Harry's giraffe called? Oh, it's coming to me. It's coming to me. It's coming to me. What is his giraffe called? What was it called? Ah! What was Harry's giraffe called from Tracy Beaker Returns? Jeff. Jeff. Told you it'd come for me. We've got Jeff. King Jeff. Yeah, Trace Beaker returns. We've got iconic moments. We've got Lily falling off the roof. We've got Johnny falling off, falling out of the tree. Auntie falling out of the tree. We've got Tracy and Sapphire. I think it's Sapphire, yeah. Dressed in hot dog outfits. We've got Frank's granddad dying. May he rest in peace. We've got the fire. We've got the Bernie Wood fire. We've got the Bernie Wood lot. We have Mike going to the Queen. We've got Jodie. Just Jodie in general for her last three episodes on it. And then she went on to the dumping ground and became main character, as she should. We have... 
Carmen T. Lily and Sapphire set in Tracing Cam's apartment on fire. Like, there's so many more. And we've got Tracy's iconic car. With, like, the leopard print and everything. Like, Tracy Beaker Returns, it was that show. It was that show. I love Tracy Beaker Returns. And that's getting the 10 out of 10 slot for me. That's getting the 10 out of 10 slot. I'm sorry to anyone who doesn't want it to be a 10 out of 10, but it's getting the 10 out of 10 slot. Like, Tracy Beaker, the Tracy Beaker Cinematic Universe, iconic. And I love the Tracy Beaker Cinematic Universe a lot. It's very dear to my heart. Like, it's one of my comfort shows. Like, I'll watch it when I'm feeling sad. I'll watch it when I'm feeling glad. Yeah. And another one of my comfort shows, What's New Scooby-Doo? What's New Scooby-Doo and Scooby-Doo Mystery Incorporated? I love them. Who's Snapchatting me? Oh, it's Abby. I love them shows. Like I, like I said before, I would fully make my babysitter put it on for me. Every day, half five. Yeah. What's new Scooby-Doo? What's new Scooby-Doo? They're coming after you. Gonna find a mystery. Don't really know the jingle. But yeah. And my favourite episode of What's New Scooby-Doo is when they're at the mini golf place and then there's a killer clown. Killer clowns scared me. Remember killer clowns in 2016? Y'all were fucking disgusting for that. Whoever you may be. Did people actually die from that? Like, that was scary. I might go and watch Killer Clown compilations after this. Yeah, I am. Killer Clowns was scary. Like, don't mess with a Killer Clown, they could kill you. Closing the name. But we literally had a Killer Clown threat at my high school. I was like, year seven me, I was like, oh my god, I don't want to come in. But yeah, it didn't actually happen. But we fully had a threat at our high school for a killer clown attack. And I was like, oh, what? I'm sorry? I thought this was meant to be one of the best high schools in the country. Like, I was so confused. High school, secondary school for people in America and everywhere else in the world. But yeah. Going back to Scooby-Doo. Scooby-Doo, iconic. Like, and even the films of Scooby-Doo. Like, Scooby-Doo Monsters Unleashed, that was my favourite film growing up. I used to love that film. And same with, like, the animated Scooby-Doo's as well. Um, Scooby-Doo and the Ghoul School. That was another of my favourites. I actually really like that one. Yeah. I also love the episode of What's New Scooby-Doo when they go to the futuristic house and they get locked inside. That's another one of my favourites. I used to have them all on DVD. I loved a DVD. I'm sorry, who didn't love a DVD? I had iCarly on DVD, like I mentioned before. iCarly gets a eight out of 10. It does. I love an iCarly. Especially the Guinness World Record. Not the Guinness World Record, it had a different name. Especially the World Record episode. That's a 10 out of 10 episode for me. And same with Soundcat, underrated. Hated on too much. Anyways, Scooby-Doo. I love it. Gets an eight out of 10. It's on par with My Parents Aliens. It is. It is. Tampar with my parents aliens. What did I give to number nine? Oh, sorry, Jane Adventures. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that gets a solid eight out of ten, Scooby Doo. And I think Scooby Doo is a good way to end this episode. I could go on for hours about loads of different ones. Like we have Danny's house, we've got Danny's castle, we've got MI5, we have 
Jungle Run. We have... Oh, we have... I love Chuggington. <laughs> Don't laugh. We have Octonauts. I loved Octonauts too. We had loads more. We have... Oh my god. Now, we're going to talk about Dick and Dom in the bungalow for a second. And also the Dick and Dom universes in itself. Because they were in a lot. They had Splat a lot. They had Dick and Dom in the bungalow. They had Dick and Dom Hoopla. They had a fucking lot. But Dick and Dom in the bungalow was my first memory of watching them. And then playing bogeys. And that's so culturally significant for me. Like, where did they get the confidence from? Because I surely don't have that confidence. I don't have that confidence one tiny bit. Like, I love Dick and Dom. I wish... I want shows like this to come back. Like, Copycats, Sam and Mark as well. Sam and, Mark, Sam and Mark's Big Friday will end up. One of my friends is actually on that. Oh, Shantae Wilde also applied for. Remember that show where it was Stacey Dooley and she would take, like, five rich kids to go and work in poor countries, in, like, factories and stuff? Yeah, I applied to be on that. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, big chef, little chef, welcome to our cafe. We've got that. Uh, there's another one. We've got that one where that woman on CBB teaches kids how to cook. I love that one. How to cook, I think. Let's get cooking. Don't know. Don't know the name. Let's just make stuff up for it. We've got a cooking show. Pingu, one of my favourite TikToks from the year 2021, was someone explaining, someone asking, what language does Pingu speak? And in response, the creator of Pingu says, Will Pingu speak Pinguinese? And I was like, <laughs> I was like that. Pinguinese? Sorry? That's an iconic language, I think. Icon alert. Yeah. But there's so many great shows growing up. 50-50, another great one. And like I mentioned before, Copycats, which actually made a comeback. Iconic. But it was better the first time around. I'm trying to think. Like, there's so many good ones. Sadie J. The Halloween episode on Sadie J. When there would be zombies. I was scared of it because of the Thriller music video. But Sadie J. also slapped. Oh, I, oh, this episode's actually getting me a bit emotional. Like, I just wish I was in the year 2011 again. And I was watching all these shows for the first time. Like, I'm sorry. I love all these shows to death. Like, I would do anything to watch these shows again every single day on TV. I would still watch TV if these shows were on. Like, I don't care about... Uh, so my thingy stopped again. Like, I don't know what's happening with this. I need a new laptop anyway and a new microphone, actually. Yeah, like I was saying, pointless, pointless. I don't really understand the concept. I would give anything up to watch these shows again. Get rid of pointless, put these shows on. Like I said, yabba do yabba da. Anyways, I'm going to close the episode off here. We've talked about TV shows for much too long. And I actually have a very special episode in a few weeks. And I think it's going to be a really fun episode. So actually stay tuned for that. That's going to be amazing. Yeah, that's going to be my favourite episode, I think, when we do that. Hopefully it works. Anyways, thank you so much for watching. I hope you all have an amazing slayful week. And I will speak to you all next week. Goodbye! Bye.